y'all don't really have to be quiet on this part. People always think okay. they have to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's always in their face. But this is a hot beat. I should spit some bars. I'm not. I'm not going to do this. Oh, no. <laughs> she, she thought I was going to do this. Right, y'all. Here we go. Episode three of the Hype Joint Podcast. Give me a can can we get a applause, round of applause for episode three? <laughs> episode three. Talk about consistency. Let's talk about it. I'm breaking bad habits. <laughs> um, so we are here today. I have two guests with me today. Um, to my right, we have Lydia Ray. Lydia Ray and Kells. Kells. And we also have my girlfriend, Elle Marie, from the Twisted Podcast Perception. I always mess up her name. Twisted. Perception. I always say Twisted, Twisted Podcast Perception. I don't know why. <laughs> it's too many Ps. Twisted Perception Podcast. I'm a listener, by the way. And she's a listener. How did you find out about her podcast? Um, I think I saw it. I think I followed it on Instagram. And, but how did you find it? Did you oh, find it? Yeah, yes, see, yes. thank you. Let's talk. <laughs> clap it up. Let's, first of all, let's talk about that. I don't even know the sounds on here. I'm going to have to work it up. I don't know them, but we're going to work it out. Let's just talk about it. First of all, let's talk about it. I got you a listener. That should make you feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> talk about a good girlfriend reposting. Now you got a good listener. What do you think of her podcast? I thought it was good. Yeah. I like the bread coming. Um, oh, episode. yeah. That bread coming really joint was fire, wasn't mm. it? That was a good joint. Mm-hmm. I was featuring on that as well. So that's why I was, it was. That's I give kind of credit, too, because, you know, I was on that joint. <laughs> just saying. Listen, that's a, that's a positive thing. You feel me? Twisted perception podcast yeah so we have my girlfriend in the background we also have Kels's wife in the background too so I mean we're talking about a lot of different things and I know probably they will resonate feel feel free to jump in say some things I know you are gonna say some things she can relate I think we all can relate one thing everyone in this room has in common (laughs) I'm not gonna I'm gonna catch myself I'm gonna be uh, professional because I was gonna say it a totally different way (laughs) But I'm going to say one thing we all have in common is that we all have been in a, with a woman. Yes. And we can all say that, right? Listen. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to jump right into it because I want to give us plenty of time to really kind of dig deep. Because I'm very interested. Me and Kels have touched yeah. on certain things. Yeah. So I'm very interested to hear your whole perspective. But the title of this episode is Sexuality Acceptance, Here We Are. I think I chose that title based off of just where I am, like... Okay, I finally accepted being bisexual. Um, so this is why it's like, here we are. So I'm going to open my book. I wrote down <laughs> questions. I highlighted questions. You feel me? I want to share something. So my story, just to give a little touch on it first, I'll obviously jump in and out. I l- actually recently came out to pretty much everybody that was worth coming out to because everybody got to know your business. At 33. I just turned 34 in May. So okay. I came out after 33 years. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> being with a man, married for nine years, mm-hmm. having a four-year-old son, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. we're going to touch into kind of <laughs> that type of stuff, right? So because, wh- when did you officially come out, uh, Lydia? I was, let's see, I'm 38 now. I came out in 2020, so that was two years ago. So 36, 36. I was 36. Wow. Yeah. Kels, when did you officially come out? Um, 
I can't really say because I've been dibbling and dabbling for a long <laughs> you're time. You're a dabbler. You're a razzle dazzler. You but I feel like okay. Um, well, let me change it then. So when did you yourself knew like oh snap I kind of like women as well? So I say I was around like fifteen. Fifteen maybe. Um, I kind of kept it to myself. It wasn't yeah. something that I really saw myself like yeah. having as a lifestyle mm-hmm. at that time. I was just trying to figure out who I was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, it just continued from there. It was like even with me having boyfriends mm-hmm. and being in heterosexual relationships, it was always a woman or a girl that I was either interested in or mm-hmm. talking to. But I didn't disclose that to everybody. Yeah, so true. to kind of answer your question, mm-hmm. I would say once I met my wife, okay, like, that's when it was just like I don't care no more. Like oh, yeah, I love her enough. I don't and care no more. and how long have y'all been married? We've been married almost a year. It'll almost be a year a in December. Oh, congrats. <laughs> so we, me and, and Lydia were talking about, um, just with another guy who was here, he asked us about marriage. And mm-hmm. so right now, both of our perspective on marriage, because technically both of us are going yes. through a divorce. My, pa- my papers are mailed, signed, and yes. pretty much delivered. We're just waiting for that final paperwork to make it official. And I believe mine are nailed listen see, sometimes divorce is a blessing I'm it's to a tell blessing you. Yeah. <laughs> but see you messed up because you let him do it you i let him yeah i should have you should have i didn't have energy the, to do listen it. i'm the plaintiff i did yeah. all the paperwork i mailed it i got you the notary right. i got all of right. it but okay and i want to back up a little bit because sure. you 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 spoke about something that made me think like so i came out at 36 but in college i realized that i was attracted to women okay. and i just didn't say anything I didn't know what to do with that because my mom hates women and she's very vocal about that she hates women she's very vocal about the fact that she hates women when when you say she hates women like what does that mean they're like, selfish they steal your man they're 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 caddy it was that very traumatizing it was very traumatizing as an adult as a child yeah. so growing up and realizing that i might be and i identify as a lesbian okay. actually um I was like, okay, well, what do I do with this? Yeah, Yeah, that's how you feel. Yeah, 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 definitely. I think, well, since we're talking about it, I think, funny story, I feel like I've known that I was also attracted to women at five years old. Now, can I say something? Because when I first met you, I thought you were. Absolutely. And then when me, listen, first of all, did a horrible (laughs) job hiding it. So let's just talk about that. Horrible job hiding it. Because literally... People who have really been around me, right? People right. know me, seen me in different types of avenues. They was like, "Oh, girl, I know. Mm-hmm. I, I know. Yeah. That's what's up." Like so, <laughs> those people saw it. Damn, I'm like, damn, like mm-hmm. I damn, like I could have just came out then. Like Same. I could have, but uh, my thing was, it's like for me, it's like okay, I knew since I was five because I feel like my first attraction, like you know, when you're a kid and you have your first experience when you know, like, ooh, butterflies. Mm-hmm was with a girl before it was a guy. Yeah. And so I've known since I was five. It didn't necessarily click to me that, like, oh, snap, like, I'm really attracted to women as well until I was, like, 15. Mm -hmm. But the thing about it is what kept me from coming out from the gate was that I was raised in a very, very controlling religious Mm -hmm. type of church. Very culty. Very Mm culty. So, like, when... when, It wasn't even a Baptist. Listen, it's it's non-denominational. Oh, God. I'll say it like this. I'll, I'll put it like this. They they disguise permission with advice. Mm. So instead of saying that you got to get permission to get married, you got to seek advice to 
to get married. Oh, yeah. It was that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, literally everything had to go through a third party. Even with my ex-husband, when we decided that we wanted to marry each other, we had to speak through different channels. Like, I had to speak to one leader, a female. If female spoke to a guy leader. The guy leader talked to him. Wow. It was like a whole... So, it's a... Again, so it's like... It was... It was very hard Intense. to come, yeah. So it's hard to come out with that when you've been beaten up in your head that like, oh, I'm gonna go to hell because yeah. you know what I'm saying. That was my life too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's crazy because when I came out to my mom, she was like, "Well, I know." <laughs> I was like, "Well, bum bun, why you ain't tell me? Because that would have saved know. me." You know, they, of course, you know your kid. You feel me? Like, so I'm like, "Well, bum bun, I wish you would have talked to me about it." But my mom, in the defense, my mom worked a lot, but also she wasn't a person to talk about sex at all. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't have like a, a sex talk. Like, oh, blah blah blah. I think the closest thing we ever came to a sex talk, and this is this is a funny story. So, like, I had a health class, and we actually had a project in our health class where we had to do like some type of poster board was supposed to be like a billboard mm-hmm. about AIDS or whatever, mm-hmm. like AIDS, AIDS education and things like that. And so I took the easy route. I literally just got a bag full of condoms and like, I was like uh, spelling out AIDS with the condoms. Right. But my mom didn't see the actual poster board. She just came home one day and saw a bag of condoms oh, on the no. table. Oh, and she was no. like, um, whose condoms are these? So I was like, Oh yeah, they're mine. They're mine. And she was like, uh, so you need these condoms? And I was like, yeah, mama need them. She was like, you need a full bag of condoms? I was like, yeah, mama, I got to use, I need a lot. And she was like, um, is there something we need? I was like, oh, mom, wait, hold on, no, it's for a project. She was like, oh, okay, all right. And then she kind of walked away. And that was the closest we ever got into a, a sex talk, but... You know, so I get I give her a pass for that. But yeah, so I feel like when I talk to most people, it's always an early recollection of liking uh, the same sex. So you say you identify as lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, Kels, do you identify as anything? I identify as Kels. Identify as Kels. Cool. <laughs> Respectful. Respectfully. She's El Marie. My girlfriend's the same when she identifies as herself. My wife is the same way. I yeah. feel like we really don't... <laughs> Feed into titles. Yeah. Because that's how you get wrapped up in a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. That's very true. <laughs> I mean, if I had to put a pin on it, that's what I would say. Yeah. But definitely, yeah. like, not categorizing myself as, like, the best way. Yeah. I would be like, I like what I like. Mm-hmm. Right. You know exactly. You, yeah. First of all, we, y'all ever see, this is so random, but still on point. Did y'all see the interview between um one of the city girls, Miami, and, uh was it Meg The Stallion? So she, one of the city girls has, like, a podcast, and she interviews people. Long story short, the sexual tension in the first 10 minutes mm-hmm. of the video, literally she asked her, she's like, would you fuck me? And she was <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. And she's like, top or bottom? Like, that was like the first oh question. Gosh. Y'all just better have sex after that. That's yeah. all I keep saying. <laughs> like, they was like, I like what I like. She's Why like, not? you like me? And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> You like girls? <laughs> you like girls? I ain't never say that. I ain't say no, I ain't got no husband. I just was no, like, girl. Never, I never asked you that question, but in my oh, mind. And, like, oh, oh, you're having this girls, co- yeah. that Capricorn stuff. In her mind, she had this conversation with herself. Yeah, right. So I'm like, she like girls. My data are really going off. Of course. We can again, tell our own. We can tell like, our first own. First of all, again, guys, I, I wasn't, like, that's the thing. You, you know, I you know what's the difference with... You know what I realized? Okay, this is where I realized, right? So I was telling people that I was straight, but I wasn't doing anything else to prove that point. So I was a whole tomboy. I did what I did. I wore what I wore. I love Jordans. You know, like, so 
I didn't do the fit, the closet part where you try to fit a box. Right. Like I didn't do right. that part. Mm-hmm. I just would tell people, "Oh, I'm straight." Like that's right. what I would tell nobody people. Me. And nobody believed me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Majority of my life women hit on me all the time. I'm telling you, when I first met you, I was like, "Oh, I definitely thought okay. the same thing." But then your sister was like, they "No, trying to bag me." Well, when you got married and had a baby, I was like, "Oh, right, yeah." That's you know what's funny? You know what's funny? You know what? Like, um, what a girl I went to high school with, who she was, uh, she was openly gay. Since I'm talking about Shanice, shout out to Shanice. Uh, a girl I went to high school with, she was like, "Well, when you got married to a dude, I just thought y'all was fucking bitches together." Like, right. <laughs> that's what you said. And, my family. And, thing. No. I mean, nah, that wasn't what we was doing. Listen. I, I'm not, I'm selfish. I wouldn't share anybody with anyway. Um, I mean, I tried it. Oh yeah. So funny story. So again, before I broke up with my ex husband, right? I asked, told like a year before I told everybody else, I told him that I also had attraction on women. And when I told him at the time, I wasn't. My mindset still wasn't like, oh, I want to be with a woman. Right. So I was very open to him. And then once it got to the part where I was like, all right, uh, I told him. I think now, like, I want to experience being with a woman. And so I, I, I had a conversation with him about having a girlfriend on the side. And he, for like twenty four hours, he was like, all right, because I, I explained it. For twenty four hours, he was like, all right, cool. And before I even got to do anything, he was like, you know what? Nah, no, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't like it. He was like, you know, because obviously he was like, what? I'm not enough, like, yeah, kind of situation. Told me right off the bat, no. He said, nah, I don't share. The funny thing, since I came out, a girl that I know that actually I grew up with in the church that I went to, she's kind of off and on. I wouldn't say she's officially in, but same thing. She said, oh yeah, I talked to my husband about having a girlfriend. I went on a date the other day, and I was like, damn. Oh, see, y'all good. I, I mean, we was bold for that. I, I, I'll say I was bold. I was bold for that. So how did he take it? Yeah, he was very like. Of course, obviously, he was very like. Um, so I'm not enough. Like you know, yeah. obviously, if somebody brings that to you, like, well, maybe I'm not enough type situation. And then like once I explained it more and more in my mindset about it, he was understanding of the reason but for him he just felt it wasn't something he could deal with which I respected so as soon as he said no then I was just like oh but then also I had to sit back and think about well why do I want a girlfriend Mm -hmm. and so if I think I'm actually grateful he said no because if he would have said yes that would have been a Mm cop-out because then I would have been um kind of still saving face by staying in my marriage but then doing what I want to do on the side. And I, honestly, I'm not a person that could probably balance two relationships. Mm-mm. Like, I'm definitely... It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to balance two relationships. It's hard to be in a partner and a mother, let alone be a partner to two people and a mother to children. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, again, I was living in this dream world. So I'm, I'm grateful he said no because it helped me really sit back and think, like, all right, really, what do I want? And so, as you can see, my divorce will be final in about 90 days. Nice. So, I'll be great. Congratulations. So yeah. Girl, because you didn't do the paperwork. I need to follow up. I'm <laughs> following up tonight. Why would you let always, them, always do the paperwork. paperwork? You know what? Because he 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 took the initiative. Took and the initiative. I was in a different frame of mind. I felt so guilty for leaving. I yeah. felt. That guilt would eat you up. The guilt was eating me up. And, and really, like, I still wrestle with that and I was getting ready to touch on something that you said I'm trying to think of what it was but my um relationship didn't go anything like that (laughs) like it wasn't as smooth I was I always was like yeah I'm an ally I'm an ally. It's pride. I'm going to support. I will always post and stuff, but I was too scared to, like, 
come out and be like, yeah, this is me. This is my journey. Right. Um, So that's the way I kind of approached it with him. I was like, listen, when we got together, I said, I like women, but I'm in a relationship with you. That's what I was saying. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I did tell him that, but I lied to myself because mm. I said I'm in a relationship with you, but I really, I'm not. I'm not yeah. because I want to be with a woman. Yeah. 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 And I remember him going to therapy and this is one of the things that like really made me say, okay, I have to like consider this because i told you that my mom hates women yeah everything about them and i'm like how do you have two daughters that right. yeah, that had to make y'all childhood yeah oh my god hard. it was terrible it was terrible yeah. and she's still like that to this day so he comes home one day from therapy and his therapist tells him yeah it sounds like your wife needs to figure out uh what she wants mm-hmm. whether she wants to be with a man or a woman right and he said that to me and i just was like oh I guess I do kind of need to figure that out, right? So I end up leaving. I just end up, he tells me that he's moving out at the end of the year and our lease is up at the end of the year. And um, I'm like, well, I'm not going to let you stick me with this whole apartment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even though it was my apartment, he moved in with me, but Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let you stick me with all this rent. It's 2020. It's getting ready to be 2020. It's getting ready to be, what, COVID? Yeah, COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I had to go, and you know, currently, I'm glad that I did. That's good. Yeah, glad that I did. girl. I, I, yeah. When when you said yeah, yours went smooth. Um, yeah, it didn't go smooth. It feels like I don't it think it went smooth, smooth for anybody. It didn't go smooth at all. That's the thing. <laughs> it it listen. It didn't go smooth at all because what what made it even harder to walk away, and like I said, the guilt will eat you up. Is mm-hmm. the fact that he was willing to try and do anything to make it work oh wow and so like he wanted us to go to counseling and things like that but it was like i know that it's over but Mm -hmm. i'm about to get emotional (sighs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because that's you letting yourself feel it that's what it is and you've been holding it for so long let Mm -hmm. yourself feel it i felt so bad because like he was willing to do anything but i knew that I wouldn't be able to give a hundred percent to him. Right. And so I could have did the therapies. I could have did the counseling and, you know, let him put himself in a place where he was sacrificing for me and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't allow myself to do it knowing that it wouldn't work. Yeah. And I'm the type of person I know when I'm done with something, I'm done. Yeah. And so like, even, (laughs) even going into that, I think a lot of people around us, kind of looked at me as being selfish because I left Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to try to do the counseling because the thing about it is I got separated and divorced but in within six months wow and so because like I said when I know I'm done with something I'm done right and like I said I think for him what he didn't realize at the time is that he was willing to do anything because he didn't want to end up like our parents and be mm-hmm. divorced and our son have to do with being not grown up with his parents and things like that, which is cool. Because, again, like when you have a child in the middle, it makes things harder because you're like, oh, well, 
I want to make sure I want to give my kid everything that I didn't get. Mm-hmm. But not you know only that, saying? you still got to see them. And you still got to see them. Like, like, you have to. It's not like an easy break where it's like, all right, bro, I ain't got to see you ever again. Like, right. I have to see you at right. least three times a week when I pick up my son and drop him off. When exactly. we do handoffs, like, right. you know what I'm saying? So it, it was harder. But it was like, when I tell people, I was like, you might call me selfish and say, well, T, you chose to do this. You moved on, blah, blah, blah. But I did it for him as well. Absolutely. Right. Because the you thing about it is that he deserves to have somebody Absolutely. who 100% wants loves and him cares and loves him. and cares right. about He shouldn't have to go through therapy and counseling or sacrifice and make changes to his lifestyle to fit mine. Feel, right. And yeah, so that, that is why I made the decision to leave. And now, like, of course, it's still we're 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 both in a place we're both dating new people. And we're in a place where we're ready to coexist in the same space. Like for us, and like we're doing dinners every other week together, so our wow. son can have dinner with oh, us. So we're co- coexisting in the same space. Like we're both trying, but also I have to make sure to pay attention to myself emotionally mm-hmm. because, like, do I want my ex husband again? No, but also we were friends. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's a change in our relationship because now it's like all right, we have to be co-parents. Yeah. And so, obviously, I want to have these conversations which we can laugh and joke, but it's still, like, awkward. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, he wanted to do every week we had dinner, and I was like, well, let's start off doing every other week. like Because everybody's still adjusting. And everybody's yeah. still adjusting. And also, I want my son to continue to adjust me because my, my ex has him full-time because when I decided that we were going to separate, I didn't want to also take him out of the home that he knew. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and also I felt, I felt that my ex-husband needed him. Right. So he stays with him full time. So I come and get him every weekend. I come to the house and pick him up for school and things like that. So I knew for me, I wanted to live it, even limit my time in that house because my name is on the lease. Like, right. you know, we bought a home together. Wow. You feel me? So like, I wish go, that I did all girl, that with my husband. No, you don't. I'm we glad I did. No, 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 I mean, I'm just no, saying. At the time, don't. I'm so glad. I <laughs> at the time, oh I gosh. wish that I had like, because you know, did all that. Because it just it because it ties us even closer yeah. together. So now yeah. we have not only do we have a son, we also have a home. So like when we went through our divorce papers and going through agreements <laughs> and splitting accounts and cars and all this, now the house and so technically, so I have a house that I have. A, a right to but I don't even get to live in it like mm, you know yeah. what I'm saying which is fine I when I made the decision to leave I wasn't gonna be the type of chick to say oh by the way you gotta go like right, I'm not gonna do that right. you know what I'm saying and honestly I don't want to stay in in Pennsylvania so I was like you can keep the house and we'll go from there but so it's just like it just kind of ties us up more so even emotionally I don't want to keep going to my old home where's my old place and he has a girlfriend now so wow. she she has things there and stuff like that so I don't want to invade someone else's space. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just like I wouldn't want him at my house every week. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? It's, it, we have to continue to keep that separation, but still making the time to come together just a little bit yeah. for our son. So obviously, I prayerfully, I'm manifesting. We can get to a point where we can be friends. We can all hang out and do all that type of stuff. But right now you got to be, you know, kind of separate but yeah you know work together so yeah i wish we didn't buy a house together i mean it's easy to say a lot of i, w- I wishes but 
We had it happened for everything a happens no for us. You know what I'm saying? Now see, you good. Y'all good because y'all at least y'all trying. Like, <sighs> yeah. girl, and y'all trying. Like me and my ex husband. Yes, I have five kids. Yes, yes, do I do? I have wow, five girl. now. Three of them are grown, but the the two youngest ones that I have are with him. And it's funny because Tia took the pictures at my wedding. <laughs> I did. Oh yes, I did. I forgot. Oh. I took your wedding pictures. She took my I wedding did. pictures, and it was just. Y'all, it was so much just getting to the altar with that person. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like after that, it was just you so y'all heard about Tia and Tia Maori and her and, husband. And her husband divorced. That's yeah. kinda how my relationship was with my ex husband. <coughs> it was just like he was never really into me. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, they're getting divorced. Oh no, we we already divorced, boo. Oh, Tia Maury and her. Oh yeah, 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 they're getting divorced. They just, yeah, yeah, they just announced it like yeah, they've been week. together for oh, fourteen years. Oh yeah, they're years. getting divorced. Yeah, yeah. Divorced. and um, irreconcilable differences. Yeah, and he and it was it was so everybody thought we were the perfect couple. I'll say because same. we because we were like two Virgos. You know, our birthdays were like in the same couple of days. We did everything together in the beginning, and then it was like once I got pregnant with my son, it was like. I ruined his life almost. Wow. He wasn't affectionate. He didn't talk to me. We didn't wow. do anything together. Mm-hmm. And it just, we just separated. We tried to stay together and make it work, but you can only do but so much by yourself. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And um, it's funny because we have a similar story. Yeah. Like we met at work too. And even when I, we first met, we weren't, like friends yeah. we were just co-workers i think we really didn't become friends until like right when i was getting ready to leave a job because i was about to have my second baby mm-hmm. and um we just kind of kept in touch but i was always like looking at her at work like why is she so unhappy like i knew mm-hmm. she was married and mm-hmm. you know but she and you ever just meet somebody you just be like dang i just wish i could like do yeah. something to change yeah. how they feel yeah. like yeah. just just show them that it, got your whole life to live like you don't have to be in here moping letting somebody make you feel like you're not worth nothing Mm -hmm. so our friendship just kind of blossomed and then i don't know if it was me who said something first or oh no she said something first like (laughs) we were on the phone and she was just like oh i just wish i could you know find somebody where i could see them and do things with them and just you know have a best friend but have a boo and yeah i mean so Mm -hmm. i'm looking at my phone like I've been IG stalking her for like a year. <laughs> <laughs> like something in my spirit was just like, you only live once. Mm-hmm. Like you better go mm-hmm. ahead and you know what I mean? So I was like, well, what about me? And it just went from there. Like wow. it just went from there. And it was hard because I did love him when I got with him. You know what I mean? But we evolved and it was yeah. almost like he didn't evolve with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He yes. was just yeah. where he Staying was. Yeah. And I was just like, just after a while of us um, just talking and being together, um, me and my husband were separated. We were still in the same house, but we were separated. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting at my desk one day like, I'm really happy with this girl. Like, yeah. And I really love her and she really loved me. But I got this situation over here, and I'm just, like, just thinking about both situations, saying to myself, like, what if I let her go, and this is my last chance? What if I don't get another chance? Like, Mm -hmm. what if I stay with him, and 
I'm a hippie for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of the things that I am so scared of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, because you see everybody got that auntie that been with her husband all her, all life. her life. She yeah. hate this nigga. And like, and she argue all the she time. She hate him. Like, they living in two separate bedrooms. Oh, you see the like, it's remarkable because nobody knows because <laughs> right. they've been married for 50 years. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, and you, oh. They having family get so, together. You know yes. what's crazy about that? I think that, like generations before us are just so used to like okay once you get married that's it it. that they they call that just oh that's just because they've been together for a long time when that's not normal you're not supposed to argue with your spouse all the time just because y'all been together for 20 plus years now it just means that you're used to each other you might not be the same young bucks but you still should be happy and having fun it's nothing wrong with being happy and being married for 50 years if I'm gonna be married I wanna be happy right I don't give a damn how long I've been married but but now y'all know your aunties got they they, they uncles got what Babies on the side. Yeah. They got families it's, on the it's side. Some yeah. side. Like, that shit is crazy. And yeah. I thought about that because I have so many aunties that are like that. And it's like, he don't do nothing with me. We don't go nowhere. Mm. And it's a shame because he wasn't like that in the beginning. Yeah. I just think it was that he was really young. And... um Maybe I evolved a little faster than he thought I was going to. Because I got married and was like, look, we got kids. We need to start looking into a house. Mm-hmm. You're not making the type of money you want to make. You need to, like, I'm going to push you. You know what I yeah. mean? That's the type of person I am. And I guess he just couldn't yeah, he take that. Out. But also, his family got involved. Oh, see, that's where it So he messy. had a sister who was like, she was okay until she found out we were engaged. And then it was like, my brother's not ready for this. He don't want this. Mm-hmm. And I'm still trying to, like, figure out, not figure out to this day, but it's still a thought in everybody's mind. Like, so did she, did he put her up to that? Mm. Because he did, wasn't ready to get married? Like, I really think it was just about him being stable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I tried to stay as long as I could, but I was sitting at my desk that day, and I was just like, if I let her go, and I'm miserable for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to forgive myself. Yeah. And that's when I got into therapy. Like, listen, my therapist is the bomb, by the way. Oh. But I got into therapy, therapy is great. and therapy was just is like, awesome. look, I need you to help me make this decision because I got to let him go. Yeah, You know what I mean? And it turned out bad because he felt some sort of way. It was like he felt like I was cheating throughout the whole marriage, which mm. wasn't the case. It's, it's, it was just bad because I felt like he felt the same way. Like, he wasn't enough. Yeah. He wasn't doing it. But he really wasn't. Like, he had an yeah. ample amount of time yeah. to, like, Listen. do what needed to be done, and he didn't do it. Yeah. I feel like towards the end, it, it was crazy. Once I had already made my mind, because it was a, a similar situation when I met my girlfriend because we worked together. And it, came, it literally came down to, like, okay, he knew that, obviously, because I asked for a girlfriend, he knew I had feelings for a girl. And so it really came down to who I had to choose. Mm-hmm. And so when when I looked at how my life was already, I felt like I was dying. Like yeah. I felt like that's how you I feel. felt yeah. like I was losing you myself. Felt like you're losing yeah. yourself, yeah. and like I was just, especially I think the change came ultimately once I had my son. 
once I had my son and became a mother, it was just kind of like that's all I was. It was I was a wife and a mother. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely wasn't. Yeah. I would go to work. You lose your identity. You lose your identity. I would go to work. I would come home, and then I would spend my weekends cleaning all day or getting ready and preparing for the next week and things like that. Like, and then the arguments we would have would be so stupid. And mind you, I would do everything for my ex. I would buy his drawers, soap, everything. Like he didn't have like to worry me. about that type of stuff. <laughs> and he would anytime we would argue, he would get mad at me, talk about, "Well, you never make my lunch." Mm. She see. She sound like me though. She. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, that was my entire situation. Yeah. And so, and it's funny because again, because like I said, me and my ex, we can have a conversation every once in a while. He talked. Me, he told me about his new. I actually saw his new girlfriend. Showed me a picture. Obviously, I need to meet her because she's going to be around my son. Yeah. And so he showed me a picture. And he was like, "Yeah, you know, she's from out of town." So he was like, "Yeah, when she comes in, she um meal preps for me." I said, "Well, look at that. You found someone who finds your love language mm-hmm. of." making your lunch mm-hmm. so you know what I mean so it's just kind of like again I, I wasn't making your lunch you know what I'm saying that's but you guys I think that's the point I it's think, a stepping stone I think that's I think hard though because I know in my divorce he made me feel like I just wasn't enough yeah like I, I didn't laugh at the jokes that he laughed at or I wasn't doing the See, things I that never. him and his family did and it was like because oh, of that I never it was felt like, like I, I was Oh, don't get me wrong. When enough, I first made the decision, I he said I was way. stupid for this decision. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He straight looked at me in my eyes. He's like, yo, this is the dumbest decision you could ever yeah. make. Yeah. And he walked away. And for a minute, he, like, because when we separated, we were still living together. It was awkward. It was horrible. Yeah. He had his feelings. He hated me. He said me I was selfish. And he was like, I've been selfish all my life. He said, I, like, he, he said a whole, trust me, he said a lot of yeah. things. Yeah. But it's it hurt, though. It, it's, it's, it was it's some hurtful things. But it was just like, ah. But again, that guilt yeah. was eating me up. So I kind of just took it. I was just like, oh, well, I guess I can't yeah. necessarily hurt you as much as blah, 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 blah. But then obviously it got to a point where I got tired of it. And, you know, we had some other arguments where yeah. I had to stand up for myself. But it, it, it takes a lot because I think if it wasn't for my son, I think I probably wouldn't. Obviously, I would never talk to him again. I think yeah. Certain, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, because we have the, the middle ground is the fact that we have a son and we both want to be better than our parents were to us. We want to be able to stay be in the same room because both of our parents, his parents barely ever wanted to be in the same room. My parents, until I was about 13, I think they stopped dealing with each other because they were never married when I was about uh, five. It wasn't until 13 that they were able to be do an exchange without arguing, cussing each other out in the street. Mm. And so it was kind of, it for both of us, it was a mindset of just like, we want to make sure that we don't have, give that to our son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that's for only, me. Yeah. I, um, I never felt like I was enough. What really made me feel like I wasn't enough was trying to have a baby. Oh, that was, that was rough. I, um, had fibroids. Mm-hmm. I had fibroids. Yeah. And um, went through, like, a long process of trying to have a baby, trying to find out what's wrong with me. And I don't know about anybody else, but that's enough. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's enough to be. And my ex was not very emotionally available. Mm. Oh, that must be a trend. It's a trend. Yeah. (laughs) That must be a trend. <laughs> now, see, I thought with my my ex husband, I thought it was because he was African yeah. that he was unavailable because his so like the way that I was introduced to the family because so my family is not as close as some families, but we talk. You know what I mean? Like if something's bothering us or something's going on, we talk. 
And his family wasn't like that. It was just like they compensate in other ways. Yeah. Like they just they'll take you somewhere or to buy you gifts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's just like the way I was introduced to the family. Like, oh, we don't talk about our problems. And it was oh. like, oh, no, that's not going to work with yeah, me. Work. Like, because if I feel some sort of way, I'm going to say something. And just like with you, with the trying to have a baby, I had two kids. And it was just like the first baby, he was just like, I don't know if I'm ready. And I was like, well, I told you in the beginning when we first got together that I was too old to be doing abortions and all mm-hmm. of that stuff. So mm-hmm. you already know what it is. And then when I had my second son, he wasn't really excited about that either. So I just got to a point where I felt like nothing about his marriage with me mm-hmm. excited him. Yeah. And it was like I got with her and it was like, she loved everything about me. Yeah. I didn't have to change who I was. I didn't have to, like, put on this front or, mm. you know what I mean, make it seem like I like things that I didn't or I wanted oh, to do things that I didn't. Happiness. Yeah, mm-hmm. because she was okay with me just the way that I was. Yeah. And she loved me the way that I was. And yeah. I was the best thing for her, like, the best thing to her, yeah. just the way I was. So. It was really no chance for him, kind of, because it was like you wasn't giving me what I needed. Um, Yeah, definitely. I feel like now that, like I said, once I left the church, left my ex, and I wasn't much of a dater. I think besides my ex-husband, I might have had one other serious relationship. Um, Yeah, with my ex-husband, I didn't necessarily have um, a lot to compare, like, relationship-wise, or even had, I guess I wouldn't necessarily have any, I don't want to necessarily say standards. Maybe expectation is the best word. Like, I didn't necessarily have any expectations because i was a virgin when i got with my uh, ex-husband and stuff like that so i didn't even have comparisons with sex and stuff like that so now kind of being on the other side you being, do now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh totally different experience totally different experience absolutely a totally different experience having sex so it's funny because technically my girlfriend is my first because she's my first girlfriend so like so experience is definitely different sex is definitely different a plus 10 out of 10 recommend yeah <laughs> i can't i can't enthuse more that's about real. It. that's real i can't enthuse. That's real. and it's funny because like <laughs> like uh, for, for for a while because like i was a virgin sex was a little weird for me in my first relationship because like we were and and he was a virgin as well so we were kind of learning together again cults churches and, and things like that so like we had no type of experience in that type of stuff so it was kind of weird now ain't oh. nothing weird about but it, that but it's crazy because it's like you wait because i you know i grew up in a church yeah. too so it's like you wait all this time and then you give it this person like i know for me i never like i enjoyed it but not on the level that i wanted to yeah exactly. you know what i mean yeah. it was like almost like we, it got to a point where that's what we were supposed to do. Absolutely. You know, yeah, and when yeah. I got to a point where he would, like, touch me and I would feel nasty. Trigger. Oh, wow. Or mm. icky. And it wasn't because <coughs> he was, like, a creep bull or something like that. Because yeah, he was just... wasn't. And, 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 and I don't want nobody to get the wrong idea. I ain't yeah, trying to say he a, bad, he a bad dude. Because he's, right. he's, he's a really nice person. But it was almost like... The feeling that I had, like you said, was like, I was disgusted. Yeah. And I think it was. It's so much to unpack. I felt more. I felt. So I felt like I was disgusted with the both of us. And I feel like I was disgusted with him. Yeah. I think it was for him 
because I knew I loved him so much yeah. and he wasn't giving me what I needed. Yeah. And I knew I was telling him what I needed. Mm. And yep. it was just like, he wasn't doing yeah. what I needed him to do. Yeah. And then for me, it was like, all right, I love this man, but I got to let him go. Yeah. And I think that was the guilt for me because I loved him and he was so young when I got with him. Yeah. And I was really like his first real girlfriend that he brought home. He married me and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, y'all didn't work out. We didn't work out. So I felt guilty. Like maybe I did kind of ruin his life to a certain degree. You know what I mean? Yo, it's funny because my, when I told, I came out to my dad, he had straight up cussed me out and told me that uh, I was going to ruin my ex-husband's life. Wow. Yeah, that's and, how you feel. Yeah, he said, wow. and this is my dad, mind you. Did he grow up in the church, too? No, my dad is just not the greatest individual. Which mm-hmm. yeah. he's, a, he's, uh, he's a total hypocrite because he never married my mom, but he also cheated on my mom with his wife now. So it's kind of like for you to tell me I'm going to ruin, and uh, not to put all my family business out there, but we're going to do it. My father was abusive to my mom. Mm-hmm. And so for you to tell me, oh, you're going to ruin that man's life, you're going to ruin your child's life, he said that too. Mm-hmm. I said, sir, like you, I watched you beat the living shit out of my mother. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. So mm-hmm. it was like the the audacity mm-hmm. for him yeah. to even say. And I said it to him, like I yelled right back, and I said, well, you have the audacity to say this, that, and the third. Long story short, a couple months later, he actually apologized, which that was the first time I ever in my life, I heard my dad apologize for anything, which I was very surprised. Yeah, That's pretty much, pretty much. So it, it when I said, and it was funny I because it. it's I funny because it. I was in D.C. with my girlfriend and my dad never misses my birthday. He always calls me on my birthday, blah, blah, blah. He, was it my birthday or my birthday had already passed? I think my birthday had already passed. I think it was that weekend. So maybe a day or two after, I think he it hit him because mm-hmm. he knew I wasn't going to call. Mm-hmm. So he called me and he was just like, yeah, you know, I, I, I just want to apologize. And I was like, like, I'm sitting here. First of all, the fact that I answered the phone was weird, but I was just like, this is interesting. He said, yeah, you know, I just want to apologize. You know, I, I shouldn't have said the things that I said. If Wow. And he was like, if you, if you know, you're going to do what you want to do to be happy, then, you know, then do it. And I was just like, thanks. Good night. I said appreciate it. Exactly. I said appreciate it. Did a little more small talk and, and that was it. But that was, but yeah, it was just kind of like what I, what I realized more. Cause like I just started therapy and I've been journaling and meditating and stuff like that. And as I, as time has continued to go on and now that I have a sexual experience and even just another relationship to compare, I realized the, the most important thing that I was missing in my last relationship that I really feel kind of separated was I felt that I wasn't emotionally seen. Yeah. Yes. That was because that's the piece. Emotion. Women is need everything. to be emotionally seen. Absolutely. Because I think a lot of people think emotion is just a small thing, but no. being emotionally seen in your hardest moments or being emotionally seen when you have a baby and sex, like that's emotion is a yeah. big part. Or even trying to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Or trying to have a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being emotionally seen in those moments is our key. So if you feel like you're not, I feel like as a woman, when I felt like I wasn't emotionally seen, the marriage was done. Yeah, but you know what? I feel like so just with my experience, I feel like he wasn't emotionally seen when he was a kid. Yeah, and I feel like with the way that he unavailable. uh, Yeah, I feel like with the way he grew up, it was just like he wasn't. He didn't really have a good relationship with his dad, and um, I think that did something to him. You know what I mean? And he really made his friend. You know how people say they make their friends their family. Like, mm-hmm. they choose their family. 
that's kind of what he did. So yeah. it was like he didn't really know how to be emotionally available. Absolutely. So you know how they say women evolve faster than men. Mm-hmm. So me, I'm like, I'm in the marriage and I'm like, look, this is what I need. I need you to be romantic. I, that's that's really what I needed. So with the fact that he couldn't express himself, he for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm glad you said that because honestly, I can't even put all the blame on my ex because he grew up military. So he was mm-hmm. predominantly raised. When his parents separated, he stayed with his dad. He moved around a lot. So he grew up with a military man. His dad was in the military, and my ex-husband himself was in the military. Mm-hmm. So he he was trained to just be neutral military. all yeah. the time, very neutral. Yeah. And so he also had other stuff that he needed to deal with. So I can't necessarily put it all on him. But well, at least he was willing to go to therapy. He was. Mine so, wasn't. Yeah, my, but see, he, had, he, was he had PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. So he had PTSD, so he had to go to therapy. But I think he didn't necessarily, I think, honestly, I don't think he took therapy seriously until after we broke up. Yeah. Now he takes therapy very seriously. Now, see, that's the issue that I had because I had been asking him to go to therapy for years, yeah. right? And he wouldn't. And then we got divorced. He got a new girlfriend. Yeah. Always. And he started going to therapy. And the crazy thing about it was is that the new girl is like a family friend. She been around wow. all his life. Yeah. Wow. So it's like. How was that for you? Yeah, how was that? So it kind of made me feel like he was messing with her. Yeah. While he was with me. As women, that's a <laughs> right. Oh, right. so she swear, just was in your back pocket. He right. up and down. He wasn't because it was like before he got with her, I never heard, like, I barely heard this bitch name. Mm. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like now she like, everybody knows her, everybody mm-hmm. this, everybody that. And in the beginning, I guess I kind of felt like, damn, like you was... Yeah, that's what it was like when you could have just told me like when I said to you, you know, like he said some hurtful things, too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, me and him was tight. tight. And it was like some of the stuff that he said out his mouth at the end. It was like, dog, like it made me feel like I didn't know who he was. (laughs) You know what I mean? Another another thing (laughs) you were mentioning, he said some hurtful things like. My husband, my ex-husband, I got to get in the habit of saying that, you know, um, never cursed me out, never cursed. Oh, this man told me he didn't love me no more. Never (laughs) said any, like none of that. Crazy. Like. Which made me even more guilty. Oh, see. Because I would be cursing his ass out. Okay. We'll be having arguments. You're getting cursed out, okay? Because I mean, you're just doing crazy shit. You gonna be guilty regardless. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, yeah, and it's just it's 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 hard. It's hard. So let me pop on my book. First of all, yeah. this is amazing. I was about to say this is amazing. We had questions. Yeah. We did, but we are doing totally fine. We are doing so. See, I gotta come back into it, um, because I feel like I have a question. So, what was y'all? family's reactions and like your close friends reactions to when you finally decided like all right boom i'm now with women my mom still is like Girl. she switches <laughs> it up a little bit like i hear her trying like she'll be like yeah you know because because this is this guy on the block i'm friends with him we smoke and stuff together mm. and she's just trying to hook us up together and i'm like, like you know <laughs> now you know i'm not dating you know she'll 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 like switch it up a little bit 
But um, my friends were just like, yeah, I knew that. And I'm shocked because I'm like, how did you know? I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. You know, for real, for real. Um, but they're like, yeah, you know, we knew. Um, my mom, she's, my sister's like, are you sure? I mean, because cause it's always that caveat, okay, you dated men before. That's all I've known is dating men. So it's like that's what you're used to. Yeah, yeah. that's what you do. It's you a condition. Date men. Yeah, yeah. It's a condition. <laughs> at this point, it's a tradition. So you start, yeah. yeah. So you start trying to switch it up a little bit, and it's like, okay, like, no. And I told you, my mom hates women. Right. So hates women other than the ones that I bring around. Okay. Yeah. Other than that. Okay. Okay. That's a start. Yeah, that's a start. Now, see, my a start. My experience is totally different. Like everybody in my family. Um, like my cousins and my brother and my sister and all of them. Everybody's cool with it. Okay. My mom kind of makes it seem like she's not there. Oh, okay. Like I kind of talk, like I'll talk to her. I mention her all the time, like, you know, and shout out to my wife because she... She holds her peace. <laughs> Listen, I can understand. She holds her peace. I can understand. But, you know, like, even when I mention, like, little things that she does or, you know, because I have a totally different experience. So, and I feel like that was one of the things that made me take that, make that decision, too, because none of my friends were like, you know, y'all should go to therapy, like, mm-hmm. work it out. Like, y'all been together for so long. Y'all got kids together. Everybody was like, look, life is short. Mm-hmm. And you got to do what you got to do to make you happy. <laughs> that was my sister. Which made me feel like they I saw was. something that I didn't see. You know what I mean? Yo, so crazy part about that, right, with my family. It's a mixed bag here, right? When it came to my mom, my mom tried the religious Type, but then she called herself. She said, "You know what? Nope." She was like, "Listen, if you are unhappy, mm-hmm. you are my child. I'm going to support you through whatever you want to do. Because at the end of the day, you're my child. I liked it, your ex husband. He was cool. I looked at him as a son. But you're my child. Right? That's so good. That was right. cool, right? My, my mom s- didn't do that. Sister, <laughs> my sister was like, "Well, Tia, listen, life is short." First of all, my sister did not like my ex husband at all. Sam. My sister, yes, yes I know. Like, shout she's out like, the name. That's listen, my shout boo. out to my sister. I love her very much. Um, she was just like, you know what, Tia, like, whatever. Like, you got to do what you got to do. Listen, life is short. You, so you got to like do it. just listen. what you got to do. You know what I mean? And and, for, and it's funny because she was like, she looked at me. She said, "To be honest with you, Tia, I thought you settled." She said, I honestly think when you married him, you Ain't settled. that crazy, though? That's crazy brother, when people come behind. The, exactly. Like, my like, brother was the surprise. Because my brother, again, he's a dude. You know, he doesn't say much. She was like, well, you know, I ain't going to lie to you. Like, you know. First of all, he had no reaction. When I came out to him, he was just like, oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, and then I told him I was leaving. Oh, okay, well, you know. I mean, I figured. That was gonna happen, like you know. Wow. He said it, man. Yeah. Subtle, like oh, I figured. Yeah. It was going. So it's kind of like, well, like dang. Now my friends, on the other hand, they're no longer friends. Wow. Yeah. But you so know what? Really? That just means that they, they not they were never with friends. you, and they was never your I, friend. I put yeah. exactly. I'm talking. So one of my friends had been when I told her the whole situation. She had been silent up until last month. I had that phone call with her. I called her because this again. The thing about it is the whole situation with me and my ex-husband. First of all, I'm not a person that broadcasts my relationship. Like, even with my girlfriend, I might post pictures and stuff like that. But even when people ask me, like, oh, how's your relationship going? It's going good. 
Right. I'm not a person mm-hmm. that puts my business out there. Because when you put too much out, people, people can destroy they, it. Exactly. And they exactly. think they and then they think they can have an opinion on your relationship. Right. right? Exactly. So I don't really say much. So even to the outside world, they don't know necessarily minus my close family what our communication is, me and my ex husband. So they don't know that we can get into conversations, we can have transparent conversations. So he tells me the last time we had a call, he's like, Oh, I'm gonna just call them J and S. J and S had called me. It was just like, yeah, you know, I had told them, it was like, listen, you know, you know, Tia done made a really hard decision. She decided to do this. And, you know, as her friends, you should be there for her. They took that time to be telling him, oh, well, you know, I always thought Tia was selfish. And I always wow. thought Tia was this and X, Y, Z. And I don't really agree with it. Da, 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 da. So that was the first time I heard it. So at first I was going to be like, man, whatever. And I was like, mm, nah. So I called. Some, it wasn't settling in my spirit. So I called Jay and we had an hour conversation and when I told her how I felt, the fact that she was silent the entire six months that I was going through this experience, she took the time to tell her, well, I was going through X, Y, Z, A, B, C, da, 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 That's da, not da, your da. time, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's one. And then she snuck a, well, your new lifestyle is coming out of left field for me. Wow. So, so for you. For that's you. the point, man. Yeah, that's for yeah. you. You don't have nothing to do with it. So, them, obviously, when someone tells you your lifestyle is going left field, I'm like, I told her, I said, well, listen, I'm sorry that you went through those type of things. But at the end of the day, I just wanted you to be my friend. Right. Like, I didn't want you to give me advice about nothing. I didn't want you to, I didn't want your approval. Right. I just wanted you to be my friend. So I left that conversation and I was just like, well, that's no longer a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and she knows it too. She's like, even if, just know I'm, she's, she said, oh, you know, I'm still here for you. I still love you. Da, 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 da. Even if we don't talk for four or five years, da, 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 da. I'm always going to be here. You can always call me. All right. I'm not calling. Well, what yeah. do y'all think about this? My ex-husband still talks to my mom and my sister and that's does not talk to me. Now, see, that's the thing. Like, I mean, they I'm still have with. full conversations. I want these people to leave me alone. <laughs> and they will not. They consistently call, I, text, come to my house, drop by. It's like, crazy. y'all didn't do this when we was married. Yeah, like, why y'all you doing had, it now? You like, had this up? kind of relationship with my mom when we were married. You crazy didn't talk to her man. every other day. That's so crazy. now you're talking to her? That's what happened when <laughs> you Not every other day, but however <laughs> yeah. often they talk. Luckily, we have yeah. a mutual understanding of that. We're not talking We have no assets. We have no, no children. We have nothing. Y'all have a clean break. Yeah, we, 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 we really yeah. do. Y'all have a yeah. clean break. We really do. Yeah. So it really shouldn't... Honestly, there should not be any problems. No. Honestly, See, it's, it's different sh- for us because we got kids. Yeah, we got kids. Yeah. So you oh, got to do... Yeah. You know, obviously, his, his parents... Well... His mom, because he has two step parents, his mom and stepdad were just like, well, you know, tell Tia, you know, you know, we love her, right. support her on this journey, blah, right. blah, blah. My mom, she'll text some my ex every once in a while, you know, and I'll be trying to tell her because he, he doesn't necessarily always respond. I'm like, well, mom, you got to understand, like, right. you know, he, he is. It's, it's new. Like, you can't. A little awkward. Can't, it's a, lot of, a little awkward. So just give him some space, you know, blah, blah. But my brother, he'll go by there to visit him. But also they go to visit Hendrix. So, like, they go by there, my dad might stop by there and stuff like that. But no one oversteps the boundaries where it feels like you're obligated to still mm-hmm. talk to. It should be no, I'm going to keep it hunted. There is no reason why y'all family shouldn't even be talking. Like, you shouldn't have to talk I to this agree. family. I y'all should have shook on it. Like, 
I agree. <laughs> it's I don't been know real. It's been real. <laughs> Thank you for the time. Boom, boom. But my mom is like, <laughs> listen, he's time. part like, of our family. I don't want to not, not talk to him. Tell your mom y'all not I'm getting back together. Yeah, yeah, no, tell your mom down. that y'all not getting back together. <laughs> tell her, yeah. just make sure you tell her that y'all not getting back together. Because I yeah. feel like it's giving you, she got a little hope. Ain't tell no mom to yeah, make her peace do. with it. Ain't no hope. Tell her let that rest in peace. For sure. Tell her to let that rest in peace because it's not. Yeah. Yeah, girl, I'm jealous that y'all got a clean baby don't get me wrong <laughs> look don't get me i love I my son you. i love my son but it's I'm hard so grateful, but having it's to hard. see that nigga three All times a time. week it's hard yeah. to it, have that to shit deal is with hard. that yeah. it's very, very i can hard. only imagine uh, oh man okay so this is an interesting question because i just was random did you have like growing up because i feel like most of us at a younger age knew right did you have any openly gay like adults or anybody in your family around you when you were growing up i didn't so I, and keyword on <laughs> openly i did not no i did not no. but did you have like some secret aunties who had roommates My, i have a sibling okay who both of my siblings actually have had experiences now my brother is full on. Okay. But it's like the family secret. Uh-huh. Everybody knows. And we all like, dog, we don't care. Right. <laughs> it yeah. just right. come it, out. It just hasn't and, been the But it's my mom. Like, uh-huh. he's so afraid of my mom, like, you know, disowning him or, you know, all the rest of us don't care. Mm-hmm. You but know it's what I mean? like, why would you dis? Like, what what is all of that about? Like, why dis? That's some insecurities of your what own. The hell? Like, yeah. like yeah. who cares? That's something you yeah. dealing with inside. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't yeah. get it. I never got that. Never got the whole church situation. You know, whatever they say is in the Bible or not in the Bible. Like, but I you know what's it. crazy? Like, man, I grew up in a church all my life, and I'm so did say, I. Sang on the choir and everything. They be the ones that be, be judging you. Yeah. They be doing stuff behind closed And doors. you know the crazy thing is, I have a big thing with the church. Like, I have church trauma. Oh, I have mm. heavy church trauma. I think church everybody trauma. does. That's yeah. a whole other episode. To the I point where I don't do. go into the church. Listen, like, oh, you know, wow. like, I don't, I Listen, don't. Listen, we ain't got enough time yeah, we in don't, the we day don't, for we that. Don't. Listen, I went to this church that I was at since from 10 to 33. So I have a little, and and when I tell you, so even I'll say with this, you so religiously with the Bible and gay people, right? They have in certain, so this, this church is international, right? So they can go as far as China to every state in America, I think. And you know, religion is illegal in China. So oh, is it? it's illegal in China. No religion at all in China. Shout wow. out to China. No religion at all. <laughs> so, but they, but they still somehow have a, a church there. Certain churches have classes for people who struggle with same-sex attraction. Wow. So they have classes for those people. Well, you know what? Jackie Hill Perry, I don't know how. how I follow her. Saw, yeah, I, I follow, follow her. her as well. She has this book called Gay Girl, Good God. Haven't read it yet. Listen. But she claims that she, not that she's not gay anymore, but that she's been delivered. I had a girl that Shout I used to her. date. Who told me it was a listen, spirit? It was a okay. It was a spirit. Listen, <laughs> listen. Oh God! I am. Uh, Talk about it, baby. As a mental, yeah, yes, it I was. heard that on your yeah, other episode. Yeah, you were saying so it. So that's was. So I am definitely no longer religious. I it probably mm-hmm. be a very long time 
before I step in a church again. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. For me, it's kind of eerie. Because even once I left the church, I I myself feel like I've experienced God. Not necessarily Absolutely. in a, so I feel for like yourself. For myself. So Absolutely. I believe there's a God. I just believe that church laws and traditions ruin Absolutely. the authenticity of God. So can I ask you a question? Can sure. I ask you a question? So do you feel like since you left the church that your relationship with God is closer? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And you know what? Yeah. I got to believe that it is closer because sometimes Absolutely. I doubt myself. Yeah. Like, because I'm kind of like, okay, I'm not sitting in front of a congregation mm-hmm. in front of this man spitting scriptures, scriptures right, at right, me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, your relationship with God is personal. It's Absolutely. I, I definitely feel like I've grown yeah. a tighter spiritual relationship yeah. with God. And also I had to come to realize that there is no one way to... To like, worship, to worship, to love, to love God. Like so, like again, I don't. I feel like I'm a more of a believer. I wouldn't call myself a Christian, but mm-hmm. like now, I'll pray, but then I also meditate at the same time. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'll, I, I still haven't gotten to the point where I feel like I can open a Bible again and read it. Me either. But I'm definitely a prayer. I pray a lot, and I'm open. I think I still have trauma. With scripture, mm-hmm. because people love to use scripture out they, of context. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I haven't gotten to the to point yet advantage. where I can open a Bible and read it with clear discernment yet. So I don't do it. But I definitely believe in God. That my, my church, listen, this church just was a cult. Please stay away from the international churches of Christ. I'm gonna put that out there. Mm-hmm. Please stay away from them. It's horrible. Control your life. Completely. I think stay away from all churches. I'm sorry. Listen, f- find God on your own, find them on and your then own. find a church. Yes. Go to AA meetings. Go, yes. go to go therapy. Get How about you, that? Yes. Or, or if you can't afford therapy, go Listen. to an AA meeting mm. because they talk about a higher power. Go to an NA, AA, whatever you want to call it. Go there. They talk about higher powers. They twelve steps. All you need. You only need not pitching steps. alcoholic. Anonymous, none of that. I struggle with that too, though. Like Just, I bounced back and forth. Yeah. I think I went from like, so I've always had interests in other like religions. Like, yeah. um, I say I would be closest to maybe like Ifa, Ifa, and um, yeah, I know uh, it's an African spirituality. Okay, like I'm not, you know, like converted into it, right. but um, you know, my family, we got a long history of hoodoo. Shout out to hoodoo. So I just like you said, your relationship with God is personal. So yeah. I just, you know, I go where I go where my blood beats. That's, yes. That's what it is for me. As you should. All right. So let me ask y'all, do you believe like sexuality is more of a spectrum or do you believe someone is just straight up gay? bisexual lesbian like or do you feel like like autism there's a spectrum of autism yeah, it's a spectrum. i definitely feel like it's a spectrum my psychology teachings tells me it's a spectrum so do you don't believe that no anyone is fully straight no 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 we all have whether we want to admit it or not i mean what what, what is it are we are we fully yeah, right. yeah. you know like yeah. no, no, no one's yeah i knew you would like that question yeah. I wouldn't say that I don't think there's people that are completely straight. I just think people evolve faster than others. I think we I, all going to get there. I think everybody going to get there at some point. <laughs> I mean, I feel like in all ways, people kind of find out what they're really into. And I mean, shoot, even if you ain't gay, you might still wake up one day and see, you know what? I don't want to be in this relationship. One of my friends actually had a conversation with her and she has two children with her boyfriend. They've been together forever. 
But now she's like, yo, like, I feel like I'm just not happy. Like, I feel like I just have a roommate Mm -hmm. who just kind of shares the rent with me. Like, it's not really a relationship. And I feel like I want to walk away. But, like, you know, same thing. Oh, I got the girls. And, you know, like, you you fall as mothers. I feel like you try to hold on as long as you can for your kids. But I told her because her girls are older. I think they're at least 12 or something, 12 and 10 or something. I said, girl, listen, you can sit straight up, have a conversation with your girls and just be like, listen. Mommy and daddy are no longer together, but we still, you know, you could do the whole, but we still love you. Yeah. We're still going to be, you know what I mean? My son's four. I can't have that conversation with him. He's just like mommy's house and daddy's house. Like that's pretty much his spectrum of like, okay, we're going to mommy's house. Okay. I'm going to daddy's house. Right. Like, mm-hmm. That's the spectrum. But like what her said, listen, your daughters would rather see you happy than miserable. And see that people try to spin it and give it to you the other way around. Yeah. Like old kids need to see their families together, their no. parents together. But it's like. Right. Yeah, right, but if they see you together, y'all fighting all the time. Absolutely. How is that bettering them? It's like, not bettering. It's yeah. not. But again, like, we all we all chase what crazy. we wish that we had going on. Like I think, I think my dynamic. I thought like what I was supposed to do was get married, have mm-hmm. a kid, and mm-hmm. find somebody I could spend fifty million years with mm-hmm. a man with, and that's happily ever after. Mm-hmm. And then I got married once. You know, once I left that church and the veil came off and I really right. started seeing life differently. I realized this is not the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. Right. And of course I had that moment of like, well, dang, like I want him to be able to grow up with both his parents. I want him to be able to da, 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 da. like, you know, but then I was like, mm, he would rather see me happy. Right. He would rather, you know, be able to see his two parents happy, either whether they be in separate relationships or not whatever whatever so i had to get over that to kind of just make that leap because i think as women we naturally think about everybody else first before we really think about what we need and it's like especially when you're married with children or trying to have children you Mm -hmm. think about the possibilities like well what about this person how is this going to happen and what about what they will think if they do this like Mm -hmm. we never think like well damn maybe i just really need to do this because i want to be able to achieve abc xyz you know what i'm saying so it's it's a emotional roller coaster absolutely dating so I actually have a couple stories that I looked up because, you know, I did a little research. <laughs> right. So there and these are real stories. There was a couple who got married in 1989, but literally a few years after they came out, I mean, married each other, they came out to each other. Wow. So the husband told the wife he was gay. The wife told her she was lesbian. Wow. But they didn't tell anyone else for three decades. Wow. So for three decades, even though they knew literally about three years in of their marriage that both of them were gay, they stayed together, told no one, adjusted their lifestyle. Like the woman wanted to wear short hair, but she kept her long. They didn't tell everybody that the husband's the one who decorated the entire house instead of her decorating. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? So they literally waited for their facade they put a facade on for three decades waited for their parents to die that's 30 (gasps) years by the way oh waited for their parents to die because they both felt they could not come out with their parents alive they had to feel like they were in prison came out to their parents when they died to their two adult children first six years was long and then finally came out to everybody else (laughs) and then they separated and moved into separate apartments three decades of a facade listen Mm -hmm. life is too short i want to travel i want to buy clothes spend my money do things i'm not supposed I to be could, doing the red shit you know i ain't got time to be spending all, 30 years listen mm-hmm. first of all and the thing about it is even when they came out to each other it wasn't like all right well everybody else we think married so we just gonna play the part you got your size situation just make sure nobody see 
they literally didn't talk to other people. They just mm. admitted that they were gay, stayed together, and did not experience living their lifestyles that they wanted wow. to until they separated. Wow. So that's that's that. I, I feel know, like that's I a lot of time wasted. That's a lot of Damn. I started to feel but, like And confined. so the husband said that he it got to a point where he was really depressed. And then also he grew up what kept him from like pushing for them to kind of come out was that his mother had an inkling that he was gay mm-hmm. at 16 and confronted him and said, you can't do this. You'll ruin our family. So then he kind of sucked it in. He said for a long time, he even had to go to therapy for internalized homophobia. That's so wow. Unfair. So like that he had so to go unfair. through therapy dealing with that. And I guess, you know, once he, their parents died, they were like, okay, we can come out now. But can you imagine? They're definitely, I, they, <laughs> there was a picture of them and they were, joyfully holding a picture and they are very old not very old they're definitely probably in their late 50s that's not that old that's a long time to be unhappy so yeah, that's it is a long, long time, time to be happy no. um so then here's another a woman came out after 20 years of marriage when um when her children were 14 and under right her children didn't speak to her for like several years after she came out wow. several years after being married for 20 years so pretty much they took the husband's side and for like at least ten to fifteen years, her kids didn't talk to her. So I share these stories because, like, I want people to see like the horror story of like people just being yourself, just being yeah. yourself, and wanting to like come out over thirty. Do y'all feel like it would have been easier to come out as a teenager or over thirty? Yeah, I don't think it would have worked out very well for me as you a teenager. So? <laughs> no, not at all. I don't think I even knew then though. I it was hard for me. I like, didn't have very many male crushes, though. Like, when I think back on it, like, I wasn't crushing on all these guys at school. Like, when the girls would talk about, like, oh, I like him. I think he's cute. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> okay. So, so I went to an all-girls high school. Did you? You went to girls high? Huh? I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look at her in the plethora. Yes. <laughs> and it was like, you know, you see the... You yeah, of course you're a little freaky you ass when you go to girls' house. And it's like, oh, right. And I had some experiences when I was there. Um, but I was young, and I just kind of felt like I was just trying to figure out what I wanted. It wasn't as a big of a deal to me as mm-hmm. it was to everybody else. It was like, I'm just being me. Like, I don't. So I always tell my wife, I don't judge people by what they are. I judge people by who they are. Yeah. So all of the people that I, if if I would have fell in love with my ex-husband like, <laughs> a while, a while, yeah. in the past and he was a woman, I would have still been with him. That's what I was trying to Probably say to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it don't matter that she's a woman. It's right. her spirit and That's the way that she treats to, me right. and how yeah. she loves me. So right. it wasn't that big of a deal for me, mm-hmm. but my mom was like, yeah, no. Right. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, my experience, everybody knew, and nobody wanted to tell me. So right. I guess I Same. would, you know. So I, everybody knew. I, again, I told you I didn't try to fix. It. Listen, I, I was all words, no action. Yeah, they said so. Again, the stories come out when I told them. So it's funny because um, when and I, like I said, I knew for a fact by the time I was fifteen. But the thing about it was I had crushes on boys, right? But the boys I had crushes on didn't, I had no chance with, mm-hmm. right? So I had crushes on boys. I definitely was, ooh, Bow Wow and mm-hmm. J-Book from B2K and all that. 
But then I was also like, ooh, Megan Good. Yeah. Jennifer Freeman. <laughs> Who else was, I feel like, was around? Kyla Pratt. I was like, all that too. Yeah. And then I had crushes on girls too. But it was just kind of like, I would just kind of keep it to myself and then eventually go away. But so for me, it really was like a balance. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm older, I know that I have more of attraction to women. Like, I still am attracted to men. But I have more of an attraction for me. I feel like it just fits me more. My it fits personality. you better. Yeah. yeah, it fits me better. It fits more naturally mm-hmm. than to be one. Because I feel like I'm more of a dominant personality. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I was with men, I felt like I needed to be more submissive, mm-hmm. which is not natural for me. I'm definitely yeah. more of a, a dom. You said what? You like girls? <laughs> you, oh, you like women. Excuse me. No disrespect, sis. You got a girlfriend? No, no. We do this all the time. But yes, my that's my girlfriend in the back, guys. Shout out to her. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So I realized again as I go on, I wish I wish I would have came out because again, when I had my high school boyfriend who I went to my senior prom with, it was like the stories come out like, yeah, when you had a boyfriend, said you had a boyfriend for prom, we was like, wait, what? Like you got a boyfriend? What's going on? I feel like I'm not. So so I feel like I'm the opposite. I'm not really. So I've been told I have a dominant you personality. Do. I don't know why. You better not be trying to say you don't. <laughs> but when it comes to relationships, I don't want to be dominant. Pause. I don't need Your wife is here. <laughs> Let's keep it on. Honey. Watch it. Watch it. I no, think so that, is, that, is that mic, is that mic Go ahead and swing that mic right in front of you. Because your wife is here. Do you think that your wife has a dominant personality? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Mm. It was very clear. But I feel like I'm, but I feel like. So, okay. So, yeah, I admit to my dominance. Thank All right. You. Appreciate but it. But I feel like I have a soft side, too. Oh, so, when it comes to our relationship, it's like, so in my previous relationships, I always wanted to be in, like, that relationship where I was with the person and, you know, they treated me like I was the queen. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, happy oh, queen. well, whatever makes her happy, you happy know, queen. you know, <laughs> taking me on trips and Definitely. buying me flowers yeah, and all of that. Yeah, and they yeah, was just yeah, yeah. so in love with me. And it was like, I never got that person. Like, it was like, I almost always was putting myself out there. And they was like, yeah, she all right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But with this one, Oh, she brings I'm the softer side out of you. Queen. Oh, you're like, the queen. Oh, and the queen. Nice. Like, That's great. And I clap love it. Up it. For yeah. That. Let's clap it up. And I love it because it's almost like in my marriage, and it might sound funny to some people, they might not get it, but in my marriage, I have a totally different identity. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, people know me as like who I am or whatever, but when it comes to her, I have a totally different identity. Like I, love I have that. a to- like, babe. Tell them, tell them, babe. I love tell them, babe. <laughs> tell them, babe. <laughs> tell them. Huh? Oh, okay. She won't put me on spot. Okay, I'll, okay, okay. I'll tell. So the thing about it is funny thing about it, right? I we did at work because my job is very small. Total is like thirteen of us, right? And oh, so wow. I, I'm a pharmacy tech. So I work at a pharmacy with two other women. No windows. We together all day for eight hours, period, sync. You know, like, we're tight, right? So we took um, the love language test because we were like, all right, well, we're going to work together. Let's know what each other's love languages is so we know how to approach each other and in conflict Mm -hmm. and things like that, right? And so when I first took the love language test when I was married, 
my number one was gifts, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, I love a good gift. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> they I count. Love they count. A good gift. They like, definitely count. I still <laughs> love a good gift, right? So it was, my first one was gifts. Words of affirmation wasn't a thing. I think that was kind of like the lowest one. And really? then like physical touch might have been the second lowest, like kind of things, right? But n- gifts was number one. I got with this one over here and I took the relationship test. Now, physical touch is like my number one. There you wow. go. So in my new relationship, so what I like about our relationship, I think in my other relationship, I didn't feel like I could be vulnerable enough, soft enough. Mm-hmm. You know, we Philly Jones. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you walk the street, you got to be learning. tough. You, <laughs> gotta be, you feel me? You got to be tough. You got to put on, you know, a full armor mm-hmm. out here. So in my last relationship, it wasn't, I didn't feel like I can come home and take that off. Yeah. So in my new relationship, I can be the very dominant personality, but also I can be like, babe, I need to be held like a baby. I love that. You know I struggle with it. Oh, yeah. I struggle, yes. heavy, I struggle, I struggle with so hard. Heavy baby vibes. I'm heavy baby vibes. I struggle <laughs> so <laughs> hard. <laughs> I'm like, oh, now, see, oh, she like that. Like, when she see me come in and I'm mad, she be like, what's wrong? What's the matter? I be you guys are inspiring. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, everybody. For all You're the single inspiring. women, women who are with women, Renee is single. I am. I mean, uh, Marie. We gotta find our girlfriend. Yes. We've been saying that we need to find her. We gotta get her off the apps. Yes, the apps ain't where it's at. I'm tired <laughs> of the apps. That ain't where it's at. So, if you would like to take, um, what is what is your podcast name? Lydia. I'm about to call her by Lydia Ray. Literally, I'm about to call her by her government. If you want to take Lydia Ray on a date. Hit us up on it hit at the up. Hype Drone Podcast Instagram. And I'll, I'll transfer it over to her. So just hit her up. And Philly got a pretty big, like, we have, yeah, it's community. a very, very big community. Yeah. I community. I've been telling her she got to go to the sway parties. That's what you got to start doing. I do. Go to the sway I parties. I just don't be wanting to go by myself, but I guess I should. I mean, you just hit us up. If I ain't got Hendrix, True. then I'll go. I'll True. go. You know, I'm mad. I have Hendrix on the Halloween weekend. That's the next party. But True. Yeah, next time you want to go, they, they be lit. The day party be popping. It's fun. That was great. What was your so once you finally came out? What was your first like gay event? The sway party. Was it the sway party? Yeah, yeah. Mine was the sway I went party. last year to three of them. Oh wow! For coming out. Did we wait? We yeah. went to three too. Did we? This year was yeah. like my first Pride, so I went to like every Pride. Did event. you go to Pride? Absolutely. Uh, no, I didn't go to Pride. Okay, I, I went to Pride. To Pride. I. Saw- Everybody was, oh, shout out to my friends. So a lot of my friends that, it's funny because the friends that I didn't expect to have a reaction were just like, yeah, Tiff, we support you. And one of my closest <laughs> friends from high school, she had texted me. was like, yeah, girl, I'm just really proud of you. You know, this is your first pride. Happy nice. first pride. Like, you know, it's so super cute. Shout out to Flo. Um, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, my first Sway party, which is, you know, Sway is like the gay parties. Mm-hmm. My first gay party was just like. Bro, what? First, mm-hmm. you know what? Okay, I'm going to say something to y'all. And y'all might, and y'all might think... Listen, I've yeah, never been, I'm, girl. So oh, I've oh, never been. Go. I've never been go. to a gay event. Really? Well, we finna go. Never. Listen, first of all, I'm gonna tell y'all right wow. now. Get ready. Next summer, it's lit. <laughs> Outfest is this weekend. Yeah, Listen, sure don't is. worry. We're all going to a sway party, right? Let me tell y'all. See, now I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, this is probably maybe yeah. No, we'll wait till number seven. We're gonna go to a gay Christmas party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell ho, yeah. ho ho ho. <laughs> ho ho ho. <laughs> no. no, but my first my first gay party experience, I think was it was it the day party or was it the Mushalu? I think it might have Was it the Mushalu? I don't know. Okay, so it, it was all quick. It was like a long weekend. But anyway, I'll say at the day party, right? One thing, y'all might think I'm really crazy for this. One thing that I realized now that, like, I'm officially in the community 
and have gone to these events that I am attractive. I, women look just be looking at me and staring at me all the time, and I'm not used. I'm not used to that. I know that sounds so stupid, but I've never experienced that before. Oh Lord, here she goes. Here she goes. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. This girl, this girl at the motherfucking party. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. This girl at the motherfucking party came up to her and was like, "Yeah." Can I dance with you? And she was like, oh, my God, I got to ex my girlfriend. No, I didn't say, no, first of all, don't even start lying. I no, got to no, no. ex my girlfriend like say, she no, was no, scared no. of the booty. First of all, first of all, ain't nobody scared of the booty. First of all, she making it up. This is exactly, I'm going to tell you how it exactly went, right? We're chilling, right? It's, they. I think they was in a soca reggae vibe, you feel me? This was, this was they was doing, right? They heavy in a soca vibe playing the music, right? We're chilling. So me and her literally just stopped winding, right? She off. We're talking to friends. So I'm just vibing. This girl comes up to me and says, can I dance on you? I didn't say anything to her. I looked at you. I was like, because <laughs> in my mind, I'm saying, sis, I That's got a so girlfriend. So and my girlfriend is crazy. That's what I was saying in my oh mind. Oh, my gosh. She sounded like my wife. So my wife like I'm no. not crazy, y'all. She, yeah. <laughs> so I looked at her. I was like, <laughs> and, she, and she said, oh, yeah, go ahead. Wow. Because we're at a party and we're here to it's dance. The, the, the fuck just don't get carried away, huh? Exactly. Right. So how so can I how am I supposed to just dance with someone innocently when I know my girlfriend is crazy? You sound like my wife. My wife is like that. Absolutely. Because <laughs> we gotta keep the peace. <laughs> Anytime we go somewhere, she'd be like, mm, or she make a decision. Uh uh-uh, uh let me First talk to of my all, wife I didn't I didn't enjoy I did I did not enjoy the dance because the whole time just like right, you're just trying to she was doing too much. I was looking at it the whole time like Bitch, you corny as shit. Yeah, so I didn't realize until I started going to gay events that I was attractive. Because nice. I've never had no guys. I mean, yeah, I've had a guys. What you know, Philly niggas. Right. That's different. Right. right. Yeah. But like for a girl to be kind of staring. First of all, I'm used to this is another thing, right? I'm used to when people staring in your face, you got a problem. Right. So right. when all exactly. these people staring in my face, I'm like, what the fuck? And that's why there's a meme out that says, girl, when I'm staring at you, that don't mean I'm trying to fight. Bitch, I think you cute. And that's what I trying to realize. So I, I realized that I am okay in the gay community. Mm-hmm. That people think I'm attractive. But guys, I am not single. My girlfriend is very much crazy. Don't get beat up. Don't get beat up. Because she will beat you up no matter where. She'll beat you up at work. She'll beat you up in the street. She'll beat you up this way. It's not it. So I don't even look my way because I'm not going to I don't gonna know look. why you trying to paint me out to I don't look in people's faces. Because she, she is crazy. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. Let me go back she, to my I'll book. literally be like somebody was staring at you. She was like, yeah, I don't even look at people. Because why would I be looking at people in their faces she sound oh my I'm god not looking at people in their my faces. wife is like that like why would if i'm with my girlfriend i'm not looking at nobody else's face i'm looking Wait, you know, to my nice. destination i'm not looking i'm not you know what first of all can i explain now i'm gonna look directly at you first of all so now we do have the type of relationship where if we both are just casually gazing out and someone happens to walk by and like oh she's pretty we'll do that or a guy be like oh that dude's cute you know blah 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 but if you know damn well, if I'm walking down the street and we're casually do do do, and I by myself say, "Ooh, she fine," nigga, you're punching me in the face. Like it's not going to be no clear. You like, oh, then why don't you go over there with her? Then like, why don't you get her number? Like, no, don't do I that. I wouldn't even do that. I'm cutting all this out. I ain't doing this with you. <laughs> um, back to my book <laughs> that I did my hard research on. <clears throat> oh, gosh. All right. 
this is a good question. Now, you know, we've gone through uh, the ringer of different emotions. How are you mentally now? Now that you're out of those marriages and out of those type of relationships, how are you mentally? Like, what is your mindset now? Interesting. Yeah. Because I'm in therapy now. so I, I'm Yeah, I'm in therapy, too. Yeah. <laughs> working on intimacy. Oh, working on intimacy. This is what we're working on. Wow. Yeah. I'm working on intimacy with myself. That's not good. with anyone else. So yes, that includes important. masturbation. That includes so many different things. Taking myself out on dates. Um, really just getting to know me and what I like. Right. Right. Yeah, because that's, that's important. Yeah, that's very important. Because if I am taking myself out on these expensive dates, and or not even expensive, if I am taking myself out and treating myself, I want that same in respect. Like for who I'm dating, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to meet somebody on that level. That's so what they say a, they say you teach people how to treat you. you. Teach, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. So that's what we're working on. So all right. Well, this is perfect. I mean, well, I'll say this: What is one statement for anybody listening? I'll say two things. What is a statement you want to say to a person? One that might have been in the exact same situation as you, as far as coming out, being married, things like that. What is what advice would you give them listening? My mom always said, if you stop to think, you'll think to stop. That's very profound. I'm going to let that sink in. Say it again. If you stop to think, you'll think to stop. Okay. 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 I like it. Picasso. Ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm, are we just talking about transitioning or are we talking about people who are in toxic relationships? Girl, both. Like, Let's so both. since we're going both with moms, my mom always says, don't nobody know you tired till you know. Ooh. And when you know, that's when you'll make a move. Oh, y'all got all these profound statements. I don't think I got yeah. one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, Come on, Wendy. Oh, bring it in. Oh, wait. Bring it up. Put, put four, number four up. Put four up. It's, it's, I can hear it. I got it. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah we can hear you. Everything you want is on the other side of fear. Oh, oh I told her that. Okay, well, now I gotta, I gotta pull one out of my job, hat now. Baby. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know what? I'm gonna say this though, real quick. I know, like how I felt in my previous relationships. I just felt like I wasn't living. Mm. You know what I mean? I am living yes. with my wife, like. We go through ups and downs. We take trips together. We go on dates. Like, we going on a date when we leave here. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? We we live in our lives. Like, I've been able to do so many things since I've been married to her. And I just feel like because I took a chance, somebody came into my life and just opened doors for me. I love that. And so shout out to the people who feel in that fear. Don't let that fear stop you. Let love rule you and let you make your moves you need to make. Mm. I feel it. See, everybody got these bomb quotes. Um, <laughs> listen, so my closing argument is that, one, I think everyone's relationship, you see people's relationship, what they allow you to see, right? So I feel like there's no perfect relationship. So there's no perfect couples. People fight. People go through things. And I think the most important part is if that you have a friend or a family member who is going through a divorce or making a di- big, huge transition coming out things like that all they want you to do is to be understanding Mm -hmm. you don't have to approve of it you don't necessarily have to give advice just be there to say i got your back exactly absolutely support is everything 
So I thank you guys for coming out. This has been an amazing conversation. I'm first of all, I'm very proud of y'all because y'all answered every question in my book without me ever saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I did my research and everything. Like I looked up articles and stuff like that. So I'm real proud of myself because I really took the time because this is only my third episode of the podcast. Oh, it's right, only my third. Yeah. So That's yeah, this is really good. So I'm really hoping that um this gives some clarity to some people listening because I feel like there's some people in my life who are just like me mm-hmm. and secretly live in one way, but you're not alone. Person. You're not alone. I just <laughs> want to say thank you for inviting me. No problem. Like y'all, y'all are a vibe. We're definitely, you know, this was my deep podcast, but we have some great other episodes coming that I, if y'all want to slide through. Oh yeah. Y'all can come. I'll definitely keep y'all posted. <laughs> y'all can be on my roster for my podcast. But okay. Okay. And her, hey. so make sure you guys follow um at the hype drawing podcast. If you're not follow the twisted perception podcast, I said it right. If y'all want to give y'all Instagram handles, you can. Naturally beautiful too. So I'm not gonna get my Instagram <laughs> handle, but I do have a business that Shout has that an Instagram business out. handle. Go ahead. Shout that out. Um, I have a well, we have. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. we have a um decor business that we just started kg holiday creations um we do everything we do christmas trees we do decorations for houses we do birthday parties we do bachelorette parties we do everything so whatever y'all need make sure y'all shout us out yeah definitely yeah say that instagram one more time kg holiday creations all right well Shout out to that. I'm gonna be hitting you up for Christmas. Yeah, I don't like. I, you yeah, know, it's yeah. funny. I like decorating stuff, but I don't like doing it myself. Right. Yeah. So I'm definitely gonna be hitting y'all up. But yes, thank you guys for listening. The okay. hype John is out. Yeah. Double homicide. I might give y'all some excellent bars. You in these bars? I'm gonna give y'all some bars. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, I'm not gonna do bars. <laughs>